How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Science Podcast. My name is Kevin, and today we will be exploring radioisotopes again. This time, we will dive into the applications of iodine 131. But before we go any further, let me introduce you to the sponsor of this series. And as always, it is the World Clinic Society. The WCS helps people around the world by collecting their unneeded money to provide the scientists with enough supplies. To subscribe and help the planet, you just have to pay $20 every month. The WCS also provides you with a free use napkin every day if you do subscribe. If you use Kevin, if you use code Kevin is the greatest of all time, then you will get a uh, 25% off of any medicine that costs below $4 for your next local check-in. If you do unfortunately live in the United States, then you can get 5% off for your next check-in. Now, let's get straight into business. I am joined by today's special guest, Dr. Thomas. Welcome, doctor. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me, Kevin. It is an honor to be beside someone as beautiful as you. <laughs> Ah, your words do flatter me, Doctor. Now, can you please tell us all about Iodine-131? Well, Iodine-131 was discovered by Glenn Seaborg and John Livingood in 1938 at the University of California, Berkeley. It has a nuclear symbol of an I with an atomic mass of 131 and 53 protons. It only has a half-life of about 8 days and decays by gamma and beta particle emission to a stable xenon-131. It is one of the most important radioisotypes of the element iodine and perhaps one of the most dangerous ones as well. It is also one of the most feared fission products when released into the environment and has caused catastrophic disasters, such as the Chernobyl disaster where it blew up and released enormous around amounts of radioactive materials into the environment. Wow, I guess it should be called a Cheryesplow! <laughs> <laughs> You could also say Chernobyl was a disaster as tragic as the Hindenburg or the Titanic. Wow, let that sink in. Now, can you please tell us about other applications of Iodine-131 other than blowing up the world on a Saturday evening? <laughs> yes. It has caused immense trouble for the world, but iodine-131 can also be used to treat conditions such as hyperthyroidism and thyroid cancer. Iodine-131 destroys cells it penetrates or is around it, so small doses of it are absorbed by the bloodstream via swallowing. Once iodine-131 is inside the bloodstream, it is concentrated by the thyroid gland, and it destroys the cells of the gland. Wow, I believe we have learned everything there is about Iodine-131. Thank you, Doctor, and I believe everyone has suffered, suffered enough through these puns. 
So thank you for listening to the Science Podcast. Once again, my name is Kevin, and we will see you next week, same time. Yes, I think it worked.